This is an ABC podcast. G'day, it's Dr K. If you have gorged yourself on food over the Christmas and New Year celebrations, and if you are now hoping to embrace a slimmer you resolution, well, this week's Great Moments in Science from way back in 2011 might be of some assistance. But this story has a pretty counterintuitive message. And it is that a larger fork might stop you from overeating. I think I'll let myself explain it to you. This is the problem. Back in the good old days, say 10,000 years ago, food was simple. Most days there wasn't enough food. So on the occasions when there was enough, you ate as much as you could. But nowadays, in Western society, there is enough food, and food is more than just simple sustenance. The way that we eat food has given us the health crisis of obesity. But recent research tells us that a bigger fork might help us eat less. Now, having food easily available all the time would not be such a big problem except for one tiny foible of human physiology. Unfortunately, there's a significant time delay between when you start eating and when you begin to feel full. How significant? About 20 minutes. So, how do we know we are getting full? The physiologists tell us that we use visual cues. In plain English, we look at how much food is left on our plate. The trouble is that we humans are easily fooled. If you place lots of food on a person's plate, they'll eat more than if you placed a smaller amount of food on the same size plate, even though their true hunger at the beginning of the meal was the same. Let me repeat that. They ate more if they were given more, even though their hunger was the same. But a recent study by Aral Mishra and colleagues looked at another factor, how much food that people ate with each mouthful. They began by choosing a locally owned Italian restaurant in southwestern USA. The paying customers had no idea that they were involved in any study. The researchers chose two styles of fork. One that was 20% larger than the restaurant's regular fork, and another that was 20% smaller than the regular fork. These forks were close enough in size to the regular fork so that they were easy and convenient to use. The customers were studied over two days two lunches and two dinners. Three people involved with the study secretly served as wait staff to keep an eye on things. Customers would come in and be randomly assigned either a large fork or a small fork table. The staff would take the customer's order, and once the plate of food was ready to be served, it would be weighed. Then the customer would eat the meal, and the plate would go back to the kitchen and be weighed again. The leftovers would either be disposed of or transferred to a box to take home. The results were the same regardless of how much food there was initially on the plate, the price of the food, whether it was lunch or dinner, whether they had a smaller course before the main course or not, and whether they had alcohol with the meal or not. Basically, if the diners had the smaller fork, they ate more. But if they had the bigger fork, they ate less. What's going on? 
Well, the researcher's theory runs like this. Diners go to a restaurant with a specific goal. They are hungry and they want the hunger satisfied. They will invest effort, time and money to make this happen. But there's that pesky 20-minute time delay between eating and feeling full. So people rely on looking at how much food is left on their plate to estimate how their hunger is being satisfied. The diners, who had been allocated the smaller fork, presumably would see that they were not making very satisfactory progress towards their goal. So maybe they felt that they had to put in more effort towards relieving their hunger. How would they put in more effort? More forkfuls of food. Maybe this is why the diners, who had been randomly allocated the smaller forks, ended up eating more food. And so maybe. When your grandmother told you to chew your food well, she knew what she was talking about. If you spend more time chewing, that gives your body enough time to get to that 20-minute mark and to realise from your own internal bodily reactions that you are now full. So, to modify that old adage, if you want to sup with the devil, use a fork that is both long and large. What does it mean? Why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.